We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Oh, wow. You're actually wearing your hair down tonight. Yeah, because I finally decided that I love my hair. I figured out the solution for my morning frizz, midday poof, and even next day bedhead. It's Frizz E Secret Weapon Touch-Up Cream by John Frieda. Well, you and your hair look flawless. Flawless and touchable. Feel. Oh. See? It's soft. Smooth ends. No flyaways. Shiny. Well, I clearly need to get some because your hair looks amazing. Frizz E Secret Weapon. Only from John Frieda. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a beat poet. Name. Name your. Name your price. Ah, a tool, an idea, an inspiration. To do more than just say what you want to pay. Oh, no. But to see the options that could fit your budget. Steve. Steve, enough bongos. Find car insurance that fits your budget at Progressive.com. Makes me want to dance. Steve! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think against Swansea, Jan and Vila may have some value for getting crosses. Whoa! Stealing, stealing, stealing one of your guys. Wow! <laughs> I think he may have some value. Of all the people, that was... Wow. Yeah, okay. right. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For news, rankings, projections, EFS lineup optimizers, and more... Head over to rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are your hosts, 
Mike Gottlieb, and Andrew Rare. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Uh, I know we're coming to you on a weekend day, but that's because it's a mostly midweek slate for the Premier League this week. And uh, that's because of the FA Cup action this weekend. And Andrew, I was while I was watching this, uh, I was having fun thinking about what would it be like if we had all levels of football, like uh, North American football, play against each other in a tournament. Like you'd see, like a high school team play against the Eagles. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it would work for basketball. I think somebody might die no, no, in football. That's, that's yeah, exactly. That's not the sport that I was. That I thought <laughs> would be a lot of fun. Basketball, I understand. But the just the actual physical, violent nature of our football. Like, can you just imagine that? Yeah, I think you're asking for death. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody uh, wants that. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess few people want that. Yeah, but uh, for basketball, though, like AAU teams versus NBA teams. Like, right. let's say uh, if the Sixers can beat the best AAU team in the country. Yeah, I'm in on that. It would at least give us the. Ultimate can Kentucky beat the Sixers that comes up every year, which is oh, I don't think people ever realize how ridiculous that. Yeah, but, but, but like there's not like a strategy in uh, in these kind of sports that you can employ like you can in soccer just by packing it in, you know, correct. Yeah, you're just you're in trouble <laughs> Yeah, in hockey. Well, in hockey, it would be it would be doable because you can play the more defensive shell system, right? Because there's someone I'll take your word trying to keep you out of the goal. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it sports with goaltenders, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I, don't know, I think it'd be a lot of fun uh, to see it infiltrate the the North American sports world, but <laughs> especially in football. Yeah, lots of fun <laughs> until someone died. Then until someone dies, yeah, and uh, we all feel bad, and, <laughs> and we're like, oh yeah, that was a that was a terrible. Idea. Oh yeah, that was an absolutely terrible idea. Yeah. We should really do something bad to the guy who came up with it. Right. So that's where I come in. All right. So, like I said, it's mostly Tuesday and Wednesday this week, which is kind of strange for game week 21. But, hey, uh, doesn't matter when they are. We're going to talk about them. That's right. Let's go with that Tuesday slate. There are three games total. They're all at 245 Eastern time. Uh, We'll start off with uh, Newcastle and Manchester United. Wayne Rooney is on a goal flurry right now. We're two and three. He's on fire. (laughs) Are you going to juice the orange? Uh, you know, I, I made that New Year's resolution, and uh, we'll find out. Oh, all right, all right. Yuck. <clears throat> well, I, well, I mean, for our at least for our DraftKings slate that we're going to talk about later on in the show, we did only the Wednesday slate, so I, I couldn't have I couldn't have done it then. Right. So, if you have this thought that Rooney is turning it around, do you have the same thought about Anthony Martial? No. Why not? Uh. I think both. I don't know if both of them can succeed at once because of the way they play. Well, they did last game. I mean, that was the definition of the two of them succeeding at once. I think the problem is that nobody else does. Yeah. The, it, <laughs> Remember when we were excited to have Juan Mata in our teams? No. Well, you may not have been excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. Actually, I remember fighting this tooth and nail in the preseason. Yeah. Well, I don't mean that long ago, but so on the Newcastle side, United have been pretty good at home for the most part this season, not so good on the road. Uh, This feels like the kind of game that I I think uh, Louis Van Hall has avoided getting fired in the short term, but losing this game would certainly add fuel to the fire. Um, I I think the reason why they haven't 
let him go is because they haven't found the person they want to replace him. I don't know if they actively want Jose Mourinho. I think that's correct. Considering the fans' reaction to the style that Louis Van Hall plays, just imagine if it was Jose in charge. Yeah. Lord. I agree. I think that's the big problem. I think they're also going to see how Zidane does at Real Madrid because they have basically the exact same situation with Giggs. Obviously, Except- he wasn't the uh, world-class player that Zidane was, Thank but he you. was a very, I was very— to, I was about to say, he's— he... That's a false. I mean, that's a false equivalence from a player's perspective. But just because he means a lot to the team, that's I that. Yeah, I meant yeah. In, in that perspective. Yes. Although I do think I, I had a conversation with a, a few people online about this. That I the track record of of great players becoming even good coaches or managers is not is not a long list. Very small. And I think a lot of it comes down to that they they almost don't understand why certain players struggle at things if they didn't struggle at it. And that's kind of the way I've always looked at it, that like... It's like it, I, I, in North American terms, it's the Wayne Gretzky syndrome. He just says, oh, you just have to make, you know, this unbelievable pass. Yeah. And then people are like, I can't do that. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> well, what do you mean you can't do that? You just do this. And it's like that, they, they just don't, they're not good teachers. They, I mean, it's very difficult to be, you know, dominant in... Yeah. Two those, things. <laughs> here's the old adage that those who can't do teach. Yes. Yes. So, and, and so those, and those who do can't teach. Right. So it, it's it's one of those it, it's one of those you, you run into it here. I mean, it's a cliche, but it sometimes rings true. Yeah. Did you see but, the Porto job opened up after they lost their first game of the season? Great. Yeah. Um, anyway, so do you <laughs> have any hesitation? It, it, Jorginho Wijnaldum has to be your your top thought for Newcastle, right? He's the only thought. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, actually, that's not true. Rob Elliott is a thought. That's what I was thinking. As Rob well Elliott as Jan Mott, actually. Here's the problem. Here's the problem about the Rob Elliott being a thought. It, it, in case he doesn't get the clean sheet, you want someone who may get some saves. And the thing about Manchester United is they just don't shoot much, and they especially don't shoot on target much. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I hesitate. Even for... with a red-hot Wayne Rooney? Well, the he's red hot in the 90th plus minute. Do those saves count less? But he, well, my point is that <laughs> those aren't getting saved. Yes. So he's getting negative points only for that. Okay. So it, it's. This is a weird slate. This this Tuesday slate, and you know, pretty much all the daily sites have like a Tuesday only slate. And the the reason why it's so ugly is that great slate. Well, if, the, for considering that there are only three <clears> games, <throat> I think there it's an absolutely great slate. Who are your? I would just avoid this game. I'd like the other two games. Well, the the difficulty is you you have to find forwards. You need at least two forwards and possibly three in some formats. How do you find three fo- forwards on this Tuesday slate? If you're avoiding this game. Well, I mean, we could we could we can segue into the next game. Yeah. If because I could certainly because because Bur- Burnmouth, you know, if they complete their signing of of uh. Iturbe. Yeah, That's... well, Iturbe is one. They also signed. Um, hold on, one. they also signed another new forward as well today. Ibrahimovic? So, no. Yeah, <laughs> oh man, do I wish that's actually true? Uh, no, but they actually broke the bank actually for for them. I think it's their their largest signing yet. Uh, I'm just looking it up right now. Um, but it, either way, they have two new signings coming in that are both forwards that could certainly help if they can complete them in time. Iturbe has some has some uh, work permit issues right now, so I don't think he's going to play. Yeah. But I do think there's potential there. But also, 
I, I mean, it, it's not like, you know, for West Ham, Marl Zarat is a bad idea. You know, mm. or, or if Andy Carroll starts, it's not like he's a bad idea either. He's been playing really well of late. Don't you think? <sighs> mm. that, that, that's your top. Those are your top fours of the slate. I think that evidence is how poor this slate is. I know Maro Zarat and Indy Carroll get you very excited, but, but that's... Yeah, Benek Afobi, by the way, is who I was referring to for Burnmouth. Okay. Uh, so he's coming from Wolves, and, and he's a very highly rated guy, and I think it's going to be a 10 million pound move mm-hmm. for him. And for all of those intrigued, well, we're recording this during the FA Cup tie between uh, Chelsea and Scunthorpe United, or Scunthorpe, excuse me, and uh, Chelsea just took the lead. Yay. Yay. Um, I think there's a player, a former Wolves player, on another game that I would consider this week on Tuesday. But well, if he plays, <clears throat> but yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk about him in a second. But let's stick with uh, let's stick with uh, Burmouth and West Ham. If you're yeah. ready to move on from Newcastle, Manchester United, please. All right. But for uh, for Burnmouth though, I mean, it, there, there's a lot of talent here. I mean, there's still Adam Smith. You know, if you're going to go for a defender here. Uh, I mean, Matt Ritchie is always a midfielder you want to look at. And then West Ham, I mean, Dimitri Payet is coming back. you got yeah, to think be on a lot of people's radars. He's the best player on this slate. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of talent here. I mean, I, unfortunately, it's going to be hard to find differential plays with a three-team slate, with right. a three-game slate. Yep. So you're going to have to find them in, in weird places. But, I mean, Glenn Murray scored in the FA Cup, so I mean, he, he he's on point. <laughs> I think Joshua King still has that job for a little bit. I'm kind of curious what they do with Eterbe because he's basically a winger. He is. And Not basically, he is. He, right, he's a winger. And so they're either going to have to move Stanislas out, which... Or move Richie in. Or move Richie in, yeah. Uh, which I think would be... Out meaning not on the team, not in the starting lineup, I meant, but and Richie, yeah, in, into yeah. the middle. Yeah, I think... Put, I don't think that's a bad thing, by the way, putting Richie in the number 10 role, mm-hmm. giving him more freedom... Um, he may shoot more in that instance, by the way. Hmm. Uh, but it, it, it's a matter of whether he has the energy to go all all over the pitch. Right. But uh, he may be. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's an interesting problem. I think it's a good problem to have. And also, they're going to be getting Max Gradle back within the next month or two. Hmm. So we'll see. Uh, I mean, that's someone else they're going to have to you know incorporate. Wasn't that a torn he... ACL, or was it not actually the ACL? It was well. It was so early in the season too. For, you have to remember. So uh, it's uh, it was a six month injury. It was a six month knee injury, and the sixth month is February. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'll stay away from that one. <laughs> well, I, I'm just I, saying, any long term knee injury, like I, every torn ACL well, in the Premier League what, is what a six month injury. Is you're seeing Burmah start to establish some depth at the position. Yes. is the point. Yeah, and when they if they start getting players back, that'll it'll be good for them. Yeah. So. It, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Iturbe, like I said, he probably won't play this week, but it's definitely an int- intriguing option to see where he yeah, plays. I agree. Yep. But also, a, a rarity just happened. Uh, Seth Fabregas has put a shot on goal. Wow. But uh, on the West Ham side, passing. though, on the West Ham side, though, I mean, Andy Carroll, you have to admit, he's been playing well as a plan A or a plan B of late. <laughs> yeah, he's just, uh, for like a DraftKings format, he's just so goal dependent that. It's tough to get a lot out of him if he doesn't score. And Zarat isn't taking corners anymore because Paye's back. So uh, that's why I'm hesitant on those two guys. But, like, I'll build every lineup around Dimitri Paye. Yeah. 
All right, let's go down to the last game of Tuesday, which is Aston Villa at home against Crystal Palace. And, I mean, if there's a game I'm loading up on, it's this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think Bakari Sacco might get a start here because Balassi. If he's healthy. Yeah, well, they said he was. and He played yesterday. Uh, Johan Kabai's back from his one-game suspension, so I think he's a a fine play. Uh, Wilfred Zaha will get plenty of attention. And Connor Wickham's supposed to be back. I don't know if that means he'll start, but he's supposed to be back. Dwight Gale as well, so they don't have to rely on Fraser Campbell. Whatever. <laughs> They're all bad. But yeah, there's not but, a. I'm not. I mean, you but, can probably uh, consider me, Jordan Vera too, and that's about it from Aston Villa for me. For me, though, the, the you know my number one option from the Crystal Palace side is Joel Ward. Yeah. Still. Yep. Uh, I, I mean Joel. I mean Joel Ward. Oh, he, by the way, he scored in the FA Cup yesterday. Hmm. But he, he, I think he's just he's good. At, he's good doing whatever they ask him to do: defend, cross, shoot. Uh, he's a triple threat for a defender, yep. and I think he's very underrated. I don't think a lot of people are talking about him much. So that that could be a differential. Thank play. you for making up for that. Thank you exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'll beat the drum for him and for Dan Gosling. That's right. Eventually, Boy, that'll can't eventually work. To boil over. <laughs> He had a great opportunity last week. Sailed it right over the bar, but it was a good shot. Yeah, well, into the it's my favorite row. ginger beer is Gosling's, so, you know, <laughs> whatever whatever that means. All right, let's go on to the Wednesday slate where most people are going to be playing their their games here. So uh, the first game actually is uh, – well, one of the first games we're going to talk about is actually a very good one. Uh, Manchester City at home against Everton. Uh, you can't like any defender in this game, or can you like all the defenders if you think it's going to be a nil-nil? I'm not. I wouldn't shy away from the Man City side on this one because uh, Lukaku is banged up. Apparently, the injury is not that serious. He twisted his ankle, I think, in this FA Cup, or uh, it was in the Capital One Cup match last week against Man City. Um, they did beat. They did beat. Yep. Um, so I don't. Uh, if he doesn't start, I'm I'm all over Man City. You you can't tell me that like a Everton attack headlined by Aruna Kone, Aruna Kone, and Stephen Naismith is going to do damage. No, 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 just just, just Kone. Kone. Good. Naismith may be Naismith may be gone by then. Yeah, he might be. Uh, I, I mean, I would be shocked if he's not at Norwich by the end of the season, by the end of the January yeah. transfer window. Morales could get. I mean, there's just not a lot there. The other issue uh, is that Seamus Coleman's out for over, at least a month, and I don't, I don't think that's an issue at all. Well, I just meant. I, I, well, yeah, I guess they were horrible defensively already, but they don't have Tyus Browning was their backup right back, and he's out also. And so I wonder if they'll play Galloway over on the right side, and Baines on the left. That'd be um, fun. Yeah, that's my only thought of how they can do that. I mean, there's obviously you know young kids that they have, but do you really want them to like debut against Man City <laughs> at Man City? So I'll, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, but. <clears throat> there's nothing that's it, this game for on the Everton side relies for me relies completely on Lukaku. As far as whether you feel comfortable playing any of the any of the Everton options, correct, correct. right, and it, it affects and it affects whether you play the Manchester City defensive options, right. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. like I would consider, yeah, but, but but City on the offensive side, you'd feel comfortable. I would with, take them all. I love them all. Even the guys like Raheem Sterling. Because Raheem Sterling, to me, is someone that you better get it in 60 minutes because you know he's not playing 90. Yeah. You think he's got a little revenge factor from his no. Liverpool days? No. <laughs> no, I. Uh, he's probably the last one. Like, I would go De Bruyne, 
Aguero, Silva, and Torre before I would go. You would you would rather pay the extra money yes. for the other guys, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think Silva and Sterling are actually priced fairly similarly. Silva hasn't been like a great fantasy performer, but like just watching him, he has like complete control over the games he plays in. And so it's only a matter of time before that breaks through to fantasy points. Yeah, so well, I'm willing I mean, to take that as opposed to Sterling. That just seems so limited. He'll have a hat well, trick now. Silva's no longer taking all of the, the set pieces and the right. corners. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really cutting into his value. Yeah, I, I still think, well, that's why De Bruyne is the top one. But, yeah, I think Silva still has the ability to do things that can... The, the, the difficulty, he's got kind of the Mesut Ozil thing that he looks to pass first. But I still, I'm still comfortable with him over Sterling. Yeah. And then... For the Everton side, would you use a Ross Barkley in this game? Because he tends to come alive. Yeah, yeah, there's a... That would be my differential play. That's exactly what I was just about to say. Okay. I think he would be like the top differential play, but you could very well get two points. Yeah, so let's talk about the most popular goalkeeper this weekend, or this midweek, excuse me, which will be Jack Butland at Stoke City at home against Norwich. Yep. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to have him. Uh, Looking at the slate, I, I think he and... I think Courtois could be pretty heavily owned, although he's oh, so probably much more expensive. But, yeah. um, and I wouldn't sleep on Hugo Lloris either, uh, playing home against Leicester. But, uh, potentially Vardy-less Leicester. Right. Pro- that's uh, probable the, that, that's, the, that's the linchpin for me. Yeah. But, I mean, you're talking about the top two price goalkeepers there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Butlin will yep, be very heavily owned, and I don't think you'll see a lot of Norwich, you know, either if they start Bocani or... Cameron Jerome or whoever. I don't think Nathan Redmond is going to get a lot of attention. Yeah, those are talented guys yeah. who can be differential plays. I mean, I, I I love to use Redmond once a while. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a thing. My fear is that Stoke doesn't do much either, though. Like, I don't think this is going to be... Why is, why is that your fear in this game? I'm just... Uh, <clears throat> Does Norwich really, you know, strike fear in the hearts of the wicked? I'm just... I don't necessarily think Stoke sees the need to score four goals like they did against Everton to keep up. And so when they're not pressed with having to keep up with a with an, yeah, a very good attacking thing, side. Well, they, the thing about Stoke is you pretty much know where their goals are coming from. You know? Jonathan Walters. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, during the FA Cup, it was the two guys that you always forget about. It was Jonathan Walters and Peter Crouch. And Crouch, yeah. But... Yeah, in the Premier League, I mean, it's been pretty steady for you know yep. the, th- the, th- the three main forwards. Yeah. How do so, you feel about Boyan only playing sixty-five minutes? Uh, I mean, he's still recovering from that injury that he he, he, he took a pretty good knock a mm-hmm. couple of games ago. I mean, he's playing through it, but um, you know, it's an FA, it's the FA Cup. Well, I, I meant just oh, in you this mean during the last Premier League. Yeah, game. yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's <clears throat> you you always run that risk. Yeah. With 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 any. With any person, I mean, yeah. that they could substitute it early, but yeah, I think they're all. I think it all, it all depends on the style of the opponent that they're playing against. <laughs> and you know, Norwich gets a lot of attention in terms of that. Um, I, yeah, I would think you could play Stoke all over, like attack and defense. I like if so. you're going to start Butlin, you're obviously going to consider Eric Peters and Glenn Johnson. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's definitely a game that you're going to see a lot. You're going to see a lot of representation from one side and one side only. Yep. So if you want to be if you want to be different, Nathan Redmond would be the guy to do it for me. Yuck. If you want to be really different. What about Robbie Brady? He doesn't cross as much. Uh, if you look at his game logs, I believe that he's he's way down. Yeah. In in crossing as of late, so 
right wing's price goes sky high. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, fifty eight hundred for him right now. Well, I mean, I think that, I think that's just it's a it's a microcosm of what's happened in real life. It's re- kind of reflected real life. The the spotlight got put on him, both on the fantasy pricing and by opposition defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just stay close to him. What's he gonna do? Yep. All right. All right, but uh, we got we got we got many more games to get to, and not a lot of time to do it. Uh, so let's get to Southampton at home against Watford. This uh, this one this one is one that you would like to take aside, but it's almost impossible to predict which one to take. I agree. I think there are goals in it though, and if there are goals from both sides, and you know Watford is going to be in it, then you know that Igalo is going to score. That's not necessarily true. There is another guy there that scores goals. Then you know Igalo will pick up an assist on that goal. <laughs> That's true. Igalo is the linchpin of that team. Yeah, Graziano Pelle's back, or you know, back from his knee injury, but that doesn't necessarily mean he starts over Shane Long. You never Shane know. He's been good. Yeah, he has been good. You never know with Dusan Tadic. Mane has been kind of a shell of himself. So, I think Igalo is the top play on this game. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I would make a case for Herelio Gomez potentially here. Because uh, Watford are solid defensively, they really are. Yeah, Southampton's really struggling. Like I, people may look at that Arsenal four nothing win, but they they're exactly. struggling. Yeah, they're largely struggling with isolated good performances, where you want right. it to be exactly the opposite. Yeah, Cedric should be back too. It, but I'm just saying for those Hugo, who have been right, Martinez has been playing well. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, I, I mean, unless he's a hundred percent ready to go, I wouldn't play him. Okay. Because because the last thing you you don't want to rush someone back and get them re-injured. Yeah. You know I, I feel like Manuel uh, Manuel Lanzini suffered from that a little bit. Sure, he just absolutely did. So. Yeah, Martinez you know. still pretty cheap, um, but because well, he may not play. Right, that's right. He's still a backup. Yep. All right, but I mean the fact that it's at St. Mary's does that play into no. uh, does that play a factor for you? Not for oh. me. I mean, no, only because I. And mostly looking at Egal. If it was at Vicarage Road, would it have played more of a factor for you? I don't think so, actually. Okay, so it's an even. You just think it's yeah, even. Yeah, I think it's just an even game. All right, let's get to uh, Swansea at home. Uh, Alan Curtis confirmed as the manager for the rest of the season, so they have a leader. Great. Uh, against Sunderland, who have Sam Allardyce at the helm. Great. Uh, <laughs> this is the game to me where if you want to stand out on Wednesday, this is where you do it. By stacking Sunderland guys, like, I think a lot of people are going to be on, like Gilfie Sigurdsson and. Oh, I hope they're on Gilfie Sigurdsson because yeah. that would, that would be the wrong play. Um, there are lots of people who disagree with you. Oh, I've read way too many Gilfie Sigurdsson articles recently. A lot of it, 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 he's taking a lot of shots. Like they're not all these free kicks though. So I think that's part of the he's playing in a much more attacking role now with under Curtis. Until I see results, I'm not ready to invest. Okay. It's that simple. Uh, he, yeah, it, 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 I mean, he, you know what you know he is. He's a he's a rolling boil. Yeah. Okay. Well, he may have boiled over. He had a goal last weekend. Rolling boil. I stand. I stand. I stand pat on that one. Okay. Yeah. So the the worst part of all of this is that they're starting IU Sigurdsson and Routledge as like a front three, which is. And like, ugh. 
So I'm not sure. I think IU may may have a little uptick in ownership just because it's against Sunderland. I don't think it has anything to do with Swansea, really. Yeah, we'll t- we'll talk about we'll talk about him when we get to um, when we get to our daily dose because I because I had thoughts okay. there, but I, I we'll we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. But for the Sunderland side, I would love it if DeAndre Edlin started. Yeah, don't hold your breath on that one though. I won't. Would you I play Van Onhol? I really want to. I really do. Uh, we'll find out if I did in a minute. But <laughs> do you know how many I, goals Swansea has scored in the last six games? One, three. That was close. League worst. By, uh, yeah, League well, worst. That's a I about to say that's fewer than Aston Villa, who are statistically at any level in England the worst team. Yeah. Which is hilarious. But you know, it's. Sunderland to me, I feel like they if they just decided we're just going to try to outscore everybody, they do better. They have the wrong manager for that. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much aware. Yeah. And what do you know? He started Jermaine Lenz in the FA Cup and he yeah. scored. Yep. Yeah, the, <laughs> arguably his most talented offensive player is never playing. Yeah, I wonder if that will change his mind at all because he's a tremendous play if he starts. But it's been a long time since he. St- I think he last started in October. It's, it's it's so unfortunate. I mean, he needs a move away from that club. Yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody about that. That I think the issue is that he was he's lazy in training, and oh, I'm <clears throat> so sick of that. And, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm sick of that because this is the Paul Patrick Bamford thing all over again. Yeah. but you know that is. Just because he doesn't practice the way you want him to ideally practice, if he's better than the other guys on the field, put him on the field. You owe it to you owe it to your fans and to your place in the table, especially if you're struggling to play your best players. Period. I think the two managers that you are just talking about, or at least in the two instances, they have more support than they have more support than that, and that the clubs trust them that they are making the right decision. And so I don't think I I understand the argument, but I don't think it lends itself to anything because it's not going to change. It, it, it's stupid. OK, uh, speaking of the other manager that I'm talking about, the former Chelsea manager uh, and or I mean, no, maybe not the former. This is really more of a part. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Chelsea's Patrick Bamford, the worst segue ever. Uh, <laughs> they're at home against West Brom. And you got to think that there's going to be a lot of people on Chelsea. Yes, I would assume so. I think Diego Costa's starting to make a name now, and yeah, that's why I put him on my ESPN team, as we talked about earlier this yep. week. And uh, yeah, I think everybody will be in play. Pedro and Willian, and I doubt there will be too much Fabregas action, but you never know. He's he's a shell. So's Hazard. Well, he's a he's an injured shell. Yeah. Well, he was <laughs> very much a shell before that too. Well, here's the thing. I mean. And I, feel, I mean, I kind of feel for Eden Hazard because he's probably getting really tired of being kicked in the ankles like five, six times a game. You know, that probably hurts after a year and a half. You yep. know? Yep. And I think he really wants to get away from from this league. I think he's he's I think he's tired of this physical nature where because he's better than everybody, they're just gonna level the playing field by trying to take him out. Mm-hmm. And okay. Just hope he gets frustrated. So. Yeah. Um. It's unfortunate, to be fair. It, 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 that, that's why the, the top of the top players go to Spain. It just doesn't they, – they, they don't have to worry about that there. 
I agree. But you got, I mean, is there any option on West Brom here? I mean, this is the perfect game for Pulis to just be like, <laughs> uh, we're going to play 10 goalkeepers and one guy to clear the ball. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Rondon and McLean are back, but no thanks. I mean, Rondon will probably play because he's a yeah. hold-up kind of guy. Yep. But but I don't think it'll almost be like he'll park the bus in a tribute to Mourinho since they're so close. So <laughs> Chelsea will need to score an early goal for their loss. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, just it, they just they just have to. Well, I mean they they've been they've had a habit of scoring early goals now under yeah. hitting. So it's also I mean not that we're really looking for West Brom attacking options. But I believe their last ten goals have been scored by ten different players. Yeah. If I if if, Chris, if it's not if, ten, it's like eight or nine. If Chris Brunt were labeled as a defender, I'd like him more. I'd like him more. I wouldn't take him, but I'd like him more. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. But let's get to the two three o'clock games, the late games that start fifteen minutes later than all the others. Uh, Liverpool are at home against Arsenal. This is the big one of the day. Uh, if this game was at if this game was at the Emirates, you, you'd have to like it a lot more. But since uh, it's at Anfield, you have to you have to kind of have some pause with the Arsenal with the Arsenal options, don't you? Pause, but I don't think it's enough to get me to not take them. Well, would you take Czech? Hmm. He is the highest scoring goaltender. I would probably pass on Czech. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it was at the Emirates, you'd probably feel more comfortable. I would, but. Given the slate, I would find better options anyway. I mean, Liverpool, I mean, they're going to be without Coutinho now, too. Uh, so it's... I, I, I'm not I mean, sure I where the attack like, comes from. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's, gonna, it's, it's tough to figure out how they're going to score, but, you know, with this manager, you just know that, you know, this is a game where if Arsenal are really serious about, you know, their title hopes, they're just going to put their foot on the throats of Liverpool the entire game. Yes, they, that's exactly what they have to do. But there's really cuz hey, this is the, this is the time to really do it because there's because Liverpool are suffering so much yep. from the from the hamstring bug specifically. Yes. But it, it's you, you just have a feeling that something's going to go horribly wrong if you're an Arsenal fan, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This, it's going to be like this, a 3 nothing loss. <laughs> you have this, you have this creeping doubt that, you know, something really terrible is going to happen to you. I actually don't think that they're going to get blown out, but I could see them struggling to score. And you don't really want to leave their nil-nil, which they very well could. So, yeah. And the the lingering fear is Mazudozel. Hamstring injury? Some, anything. <laughs> if anything happens to him, they're in big trouble. Right, who's Mostly your number because one they on? played so well last year when he was hurt, because Santi Cazorla could come in. And with Cazorla out, they, they don't have anybody who can play the role that he does. So uh, outside of Ozil, who's your number one option? Because Ozil's too easy. Yeah, I would pick... Uh, I'd probably pick Olivier Giroud. I think for the... I think the... Well, you know what? Well, I'll, I'll save that. I'll save that because I picked a player from this game. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tease it for later. Sounds like a Ramsey or Walcott to me. We'll find out. Uh, Tottenham are at home against Leicester. I think uh, this would have been the game of the day. Yeah, I'm about to say three weeks ago this would have been the game of the day, but uh, it, it this looks like Tottenham two nil. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. I don't see how Leicester, which can... means that Leicester are going to win four one. No, I don't think so. <laughs> There's no way they have four goals in them without Vardy. 
I, 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 I'm so curious to see how they line up because yeah, it's they, very possible that they have to do it again on Saturday or Sunday they, whenever they play. They, you know, this to me is like, um, you know, it, it's like a Vegas line where they don't know who the quarterback's going to be, so they just take the betting off the board. Yeah, I feel like all all of Leicester is off the board until they know how it's until what's going to until people know what's going to happen. I'm actually I'm off. I, I think that's it's a stay away until we know Vardy is back. I don't even. Th- think it matters how they well, play. Well, I, I, I wouldn't I want I don't want to go that far because th- that that th- this is when you can really set your team apart if you actually can take the right option. Yeah. I just don't know what they look like. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what Ranieri's going to do if Vardy you know with Vardy out of the lineup if he's ever I mean if he's going to be out of the lineup for more than just this one game. You know, how do they line up? What's their shape? What's their style? What's their just Let, Let's say they they that he misses this game and Saturdays and we know that tomorrow in what circumstance makes like how, what makes them attractive at all they they know how to counterattack very very well but but their spirit that that's because of him yeah i understand this because of part <laughs> so i'm but not sure that okazaki works very hard he just doesn't have the speed hmm. it, it, I mean, okazaki i think is i think he's going to be the one who starts um but I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm off. And we're, and we're not going to know until Wednesday. Yeah, I'm off. I'm off Mares too. No, yeah, that's you. what I'm saying. Well, you have to be off Mares because of the price. I would be on him if he was at a lower price, but he's just not. Yeah. Yeah, and I think any, all of your Spurs plays are in play. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you can afford them, I would play them. Yep. So without further ado, though, uh, let's get into the pricing. We're going to do our DraftKings Wednesday slate here. Mm-hmm. Um I'll start off with my goalkeeper and three defenders. Uh, so I stacked. So I basically, I stacked Stoke. I have Butland and Glenn Johnson mm-hmm. just because Peters was so much more expensive. Yeah. Um, Deservedly I, so. I understand. But it's, you know, I, I needed the money back. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I don't even know if I do. But we'll, <laughs> we'll see. That may, cha- that may change come come uh, come Wednesday. So I have Butland, I have Glenn Johnson, and I have Kyle Naughton. And by the way, uh, we are uh, Andrew and I are now one and one against each other in our in our heads up games. Uh, I score. It was a much higher scoring affair in, in the first yeah. week two weeks ago. But uh, you think Naughton gets a start over Rangel? Ranghel? Uh, I really hope so. Yeah. Uh, that, that, I mean, that's kind of my hope here because Kyle Naughton, like I said, I have Kyle Naughton at thirty three hundred, and I also have Toby Alderweireld at the same price. Mm. So yeah, I I, I like. Just like we were just talking about, I, I definitely were, was going to take a, a Tottenham defender here. Yeah, all the wild was the the best the best priced option for me. Uh, I have Butlin and Johnson as well, and I also have a Tottenham defender, but I who may not play in Ben Davies, who's been starting in place of Danny Rose. They're kind of like flip flopping, and so if he doesn't start, then I ha- obviously have to find an alternative. And then my last one was Brendan Galloway, another one who may not start, but may not play. Yeah. But if he does, um... it's it's a good call out. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. I, I, I mean, I was thinking about Kuko Martina. I was thinking about Alan Neom, who's one of my favorites. Yeah. It's I also it, oh, I actually <clears throat> have a fourth defender. Um, I, I I'll such a bad idea. I'll say this again that I absolutely hate this team, but uh, I had forty nine hundred bucks left over, and I spent forty six of it on Alberto Moreno. I thought about that too, and, but not as a fourth defender. Yeah, it's it's more like, do I want to? It, it, there's like Milner or Firmino. Yeah, there's um, there's there's a guy at forty five hundred. We'll get to in a little bit that I think you would spend be better be, be better money spent. I may have 
taken his teammate. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. So my midfield is um, De Bruyne and Silva, because I think oh, they're wow. going to blast Everton. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, well, Silva's only 5,900, which is actually, I thought that was pretty affordable. Uh, I have 5,200 at Dele Ali, who's still yeah. absurdly underpriced. Yep. And then I spent 3900 in my utility spot for Sessegnon because he keeps sending in crosses, and that's basically the only reason I have him, although he scored last week. He did score last week. His first goal in 60 like 68 months. years. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but, all right, I also have Deli Alley at 5200 I uh, I thought about De Bruyne, but I took Willie on instead I at did, 7500 It was those two that I was considering. Yeah. I like, I, them. I, I like the open match of against Everton more than the packed in West Brom. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we just have to hope that Willian escapes Scunthorpe unscathed. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, Willian at 7,500 just just because uh, I think against Swansea, Jan and Vila may have some value for getting crosses. Whoa! Still, stealing, stealing one of your guys. Wow! <laughs> I think he may have some value. Of all the people, that was, wow. Yeah, okay. right. And then in my utility spot, I have at 4,500 a John Joe Shelby. Oof. I don't he know may not play. play. Yeah, he's not going to play. But... Yeah, well. <laughs> Never know I, with this. He, play, he played in the FA Cup, and he played well. I think you were the one who taught me that never to read anything in the FA Cup. I'll also note there are four raindrops in that game. That's why John, that makes me love John Joe even more. Like him even more? Okay. <laughs> the uglier the game, the better for him. Okay. At the, the, but... Like I said, he is someone who, if he if he starts, I, I play him. Okay, I, that's the reason why I put him on the team. At forty five hundred, there's plenty of flexible options, you know, at that price. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I also still have some money left over too. But you know, it, I mean, you know, you can go if if Firmino starts, you can go that route. Um, you know, Aruna Kone is going to be an option at that price. Shane Long is in that range. Mm-hmm. There, there's options there. Is okay. my point, but. You know, John Joe Shelby is someone I just I think there's a lot of value there if he plays. Okay, and your forwards. And then, yep, I have Troy Deeney at 5200. They are daring you to take him. Yeah, that's way too low. Uh, and Boyan at 4300, same deal. Uh, Stoke at home against Norwich is too good of a matchup to pass up. And in my utility spot, I also have Joel Campbell, another Ooh. guy. If he plays, I love him. He played really well in the FA Cup. Speaking well, of, he's been playing well just in general. Yeah, he's I like playing. that call. Um, I spent 4000 on Fabio Barini. I thought you were going to say Defoe at 4500 Not No. no, um, no. And instead of – I have 300 bucks left over, and I obviously just glanced over Dini at 5200 but I spent 49 on Marco Arnautovic. I thought about that too. Um, but, yeah, I'll probably stay with Arnautovic, but yeah, we'll see. I, I, yeah, for me, it's really, it's really mostly about just the opportunity of Joel Campbell. Yeah, uh, I think I think he can. I think I think that's the player who doesn't get the most attention drawn to him, and when they don't, he scores. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> such a weird, such a weird slate. Yeah, it is such a weird week. Hate but uh, I, I know time has run out for the for this Rotowire Fantasy Soccer podcast. 
it's 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 always a pleasure. Uh, you know, we we are nominated again for the podcast <laughs> of the year. Uh, you can tweet at the FSWA at FSWA if you'd like to share your thoughts on why we should or should not be the podcast of the year. Uh, I'd love to see what those responses look like. <laughs> so by all means, do that. But for that, for for now, I'm Mike Gottlieb. He has been Andrew Laird, and we'll catch you again. Yeah, exactly. We'll catch you again uh, at about Thursday to preview Game Week 22. All right. Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13.